York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick of Time Show here. Give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And, um, well, well hold on a second. Did Ryan just drop out? <laughs> I think Ryan's connection dropped. Ryan was here, and now everything is all messed up all willy-nilly. All right, well, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> just like, just like the Knicks game just like this show, just like internet connection, you got to prepare for the uh, the unexpected sometimes. And you expect to win. You prepare as much as you can. And sometimes, even though when you prepare, things happen on the fly. And the Knicks probably prepared pretty good for this game. Um, they probably thought they had it in the bag because of what happened the game before. We set, shot, we fran- we set franchise records. Had 34 assists last game. Um, 24 threes this game and this game I think we took those guys a little bit too lightly and that's what's that's what's dangerous about the home and home game sometimes sometimes you can take these games a little bit too lightly and I feel like that's what Knicks did and, and they lost to the Orlando Magic um 110 to 104 all right and and I think the game the theme of tonight fellas and we kind of was talking about it behind the scenes is continuity right um Julius Randle He's been great for us. He's an all-star. And you can tell that he really wanted this game. He died for loose balls. He played defense. Um, he he got he went hard for the rebounds. Uh, six, 30 points, 16 rebounds for the game, three assists, and four blocks. Played all out with all heart. But sometimes you want it so much that you get tunnel vision. And I think that's what we kind of were talking about at the start of the game. What, what, were you, what do you think about that, Raw? Um, okay, the, the the stats are deceiving because he he did most of those stats at the time when when we were really desperate. It's just mm-hmm. like Ross is like the final nail, but we really lost the game in the first half. He let I don't know if somebody was talking mess to him or whatever, but he let somebody or something get in his head, and he decided he was just going to go one on one. He was going to try to go through double teams. He wasn't going to pass out of double teams, and that started a trend that cost us the game. Yeah. Anything to add to that, Ryan? Um. Well, I came in kind of late because my computer had issues, so I just caught like the last part of Raw's argument. Okay. So just before I so just before I get into it, was it the main focus on Julius Randle and him playing one on one and yes, exactly. stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. I definitely with Raw from for the, from that point because in this game Julius Randle took it upon himself to try to will the Knicks to victory, but with the Knicks, him playing one on one doesn't work. He, like Julius Randle has so many weapons around him. Mm-hmm. When the when the Knicks finally moved the ball in the game against the Magic, that's when they were getting good shots. They were getting easy dunks at the rim and. Just easy offense in general. Whenever Randall decided that he was going to put it upon himself to try to will the Knicks to victory, that's when it all went wrong for the Knicks. And also, the Knicks' backcourt defense was pretty bad as well because that, that allowed Magic to jump out of them with Cole Anthony. You know, it seemed like most of the threes Cole Anthony took in the first quarter, he was wide open. Yeah, which caused him to get which caused him to get a rhythm. And then in the fourth quarter, Terrence Ross comes off the bench and kills the Knicks. What did he score? Like like 22 points in the fourth quarter? 22 like points that. in the fourth quarter from Terrence Ross himself. Exactly. Yeah, so you combine, the, you combine all those factors together. That's what led to the Knicks' loss. Yeah, and, and, and I'll say this. I, I don't think it completely started that way. The first quarter, we shared the ball a lot more. I feel like I was – in my mind when I was watching the game, I was giving kudos – for Randall to pass passing the ball. I feel like RJ has some nice passes. He started off with a nice pass to Mitch and also a nice driving kick to Kemble in the corner. Um and I think it was the the ball was being spread aloud, spread around and it seemed like that was going to be the trend cuz that's been the trend for us uh, for the last few games. I think the first quarter I think Julius might have had eight and Walker and and Walker and Fournier might have had six or something like something something to agree to that. And maybe in Derrick Rose too. But I, but I think we got away from that and also, I think the you know th- these these home and home games is almost kind of playoff atmosphere in that 
You know, once you get beat the way the Magic get beat, you have to come with a different fire because you beat these guys at home, embarrassed them. Uh, Julius Randle ended up shoving some dude in the fourth quarter. I forgot who he shoved. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and plus Cole, this is Cole Anthony's homecoming too. So you know you have to take these guys seriously. And what I saw in that first game was, you know, these guards. They went to the they went to the hole a lot, but they didn't really shoot that much in the first matchup between the, the Knicks and the Magic. I'm pretty sure they watched some tape and saw that you know what they, the Knicks kind of help off a lot. The guards help off, and if those threes are open, take them. And I think that was the difference between this game and the last game because Cole Anthony from Rip and even Jalen Suggs they made they made it a point to shoot those threes very early and very often when the game started. And I think the I still think we have to keep an eye on the the guard defense, the defense of the first unit, the ball movement, and, and you know the defense of Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier moving forward. And we have the potential to be a good defensive team at that first unit because when it came to the third quarter, um, and even spurts in the second, they they made it a point to to press to, to switch, and you know to put, put forward the effort to turn the game around. But I'm not sure. If if that effort is consistent enough with that first unit, and maybe maybe it's maybe it's just going to be timing, maybe it's maybe it's timing and you know being together more, maybe it's motivation. But right now, the fluidity on both ends is touch and go. What do you what do you think about that, Ryan or or, or whoever's supposed to take it? Yeah. Um. You want to go ahead, bro? No, no, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, man. Oh, um. Yeah, and yeah, de- yeah, backcourt defense is definitely going to be an issue. But I also think that the fact that, because if you look at Kemba and Fournier's stats, like what Kemba scored, let me see. Kemba scored 10 points. Right. Fournier scored 8 points. And with both of these players, I think you have to keep in mind that they're not really strong defensively. And if you want them to really put in more effort on defense, I feel like they have to be. They have to feel like they're a part of the game. You know, Kemba has to get his shots. Forney has to get his shots. And when they and when they're not really involved on the offensive end, that that makes them suffer on the defense. And you need those guys to perform their best on defense as they can because they're already not great defenders as it is. Right. And that makes and that makes me go back to the whole Julius Randle thing because Julius Randle should know that. I, I think when you're great, when you're a great player in this league. You need to know that you have to get your other teammates involved because you want them to be involved in the game on both sides of the ball. You cannot just hog the ball and try to go one-on-one and expect your teammates to be still engaged. There's only a few players in this league that stay engaged on defense no matter what. There's only a few players in the the league that's built like that. A lot of these players, they have to be engaged on offense. You have to have them touch the ball and score and you know, give you know have them create you know create um good opportunities for them and things of that nature so i feel part of the reason why the perimeter defense wasn't that great was because Kemba was barely involved in the game and funny was better was barely involved in the game and if, and if you expect them to not be involved in the game and just have them just play defense all game that's not going to work i feel i agree i agree with you good i mean points, unless yeah. you're going to sub them in for Deuce McBride, you know, guys that are going to play. But the thing is, is that in the first quarter, the Knicks started slow, right? Yeah. And, and the Magic came out hard. Now, it's like it's like a prize fight or a college game. Okay, they're going to come out hyped. You knew they were going to do that. But if you just stuck to your principles of moving the basketball and taking good shots, eventually, just because the Knicks are the better team, we would prevail. But what, what, what happened in the second quarter is Julius started trying to take over. It was stupid. And I was like, what are you doing? And yeah. in spite of that, we still went into halftime with a lead. And I was thinking, well, somebody's going to talk to him and he come out in the third quarter. I mean, he should know better than this by now. I mean, we've been through this. I mean, didn't you remember what happened against Atlanta last year? So I'm thinking, okay, yeah, yeah. he's going to get back into, the, into moving the basketball. But he comes out in the third quarter – he hacks Mo Bamba. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? And then he grabbed him and tackled him. Yeah. And I was like, what, what are you doing? It's like he was completely out of the game. And I'm saying at that point, Thibodeau should have recognized he was not in the game. Take him out. You got to take him out right there. 
just if, if for nothing else, talk to him on the sideline. Say, listen, man, to get your head back in the game, and you can sub yourself back in. But you can't just let him sit out there and thinking. Now I'm worried that Julius is going to think that he had nothing to do with this loss when it was all on him. It really was all on him. It was, it was it was it was a it was a lot to do with him. There's a lot of factors. I definitely think that he he got away. Julius got away with some fouls that he that wasn't called on him today, <laughs> and that's probably why he kept going the way he was going. Um, but like I agree with you a lot, man. And listen, our second unit really, especially in that second quarter, is kind of what kept us in the game for a lot of the tours. Derrick Rose came in and he had a phenomenal game and this this bad performance kind of overshadowed what Derrick Rose did when he came in the game. Shot well off the three, was challenging well. He played his defense was pretty decent as well, even though he was getting cooked too. But his defense, you know, at least I, I could see him chasing and giving the effort all the time. And he was also finding Mitch, who I felt was being neglected for the first few games. This is the most active I've seen Mitch on these lob plays. Um, since we started, but you know it's only been three games, so I, I want to be chill. But you know, yeah, yeah, they gotta have to take their time. But I'm just saying, what what, what I'm saying is, is that in the NBA things snowball. Okay, so like when you see Terrence Ross in the fourth quarter hitting shots, that's as a result of what started in the second quarter when we getting out of rhythm and trying to, and then the bad shooting started when we're trying to rush back and hit three. Yeah. See, all of that is snowball. It's sleep like this. Yeah. Randall, let's say, let's say Kemba was the number one option. Let's just say he was the number one option. I don't know what would have happened, but Julius wouldn't have had a chance to try to take over the game and go through double teams. Right? Yeah. But Julius is the number one option. So you got, as the number one option, he has got to recognize when he, he at first he's got to let the game come to him and he's got to get all of his, um, teammates involved. He's got to do that as the number one option. He's going to get his shots, but he decided, well, I'm not going to let these young dudes just roll over me. I'm going to just take over. And that's what messed the whole game up for us. Yeah, I mean, that's the point of Kemba Walker being here, too. And, who, and this is this is going to be the trick for Thibodeau deciding um, when to let go of the reins and when not to, when to let somebody else take over and when not to. Because that's, that's predominantly why Kemba is here and why Evan Fournier is here. They, they're here to take the pressure off of Julius Randle to not do as much playmaking as he's been doing, and um, maybe that's just a play call, a play call thing, right? Because the the first game of the season during you know Knicks versus Celtics, we recognized that, um, or at least Tom recognized that Julius was gas, he was doing too much, and he was running more plays for for Evan Fournier. But you know, even those plays for Evan Fournier still kind of run through Julius. They was kind of, they pretty much was repeating the um, the old Reggie Bullock play. Where it was kind of a dribble handoff, Julius Randle pick, and then you know you shoot you shoot the ball. But maybe we have to experiment with um, one one thing we might have to try is experimenting with Kemba Walker having the ball in his hands a little bit more. And it might be a lot for him because it's new it's a new team for him. He's trying to figure out who who goes where. But that might have to be something we look at. And there's some other options I might want to talk about later as too, later well as. Later two as well. But before we get into that, let me play some bills real quick. <laughs> real quick, man. But shout out to everybody. I see this calls in the chat. I'm gonna pay some bills. I'm gonna pay some bills. We're gonna shout you guys out and we're gonna get these calls through because I know they fuming on the line and they got a lot to say. But shout out to guys who's here early. Shout out to Burn Denzen, D Nice who's always here, shooting stars. We served hundred people, hundred shout out to JS, shout out to Sherwin, shout out to Fat Boy, shout out to my guy Telem Alejandro, and everybody else who's rocking with the KOT show. All right, all right, all right. Whew, this tough loss, tough loss, man. We shaking, we, we shaking it off though. We got one coming up. We, the good thing about the NBA though, is the, the game's coming fast. It's eighty two though. We're here. All eighty two games we're gonna be here. It's eighty two games. There's gonna be a chance for us to, to bounce back, and we have a big game coming up again on Tuesday versus the Seventy Sixers, and the Knicks will be pissed. And I'm sure Tom is gonna scream at everybody and look at some tape. <laughs> and we should come out the next game with a different mindset and a different focus. All right. But let's, let's get to these bills. Shout out Gunshots. Shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring tonight's show. We says, all right. All the odds experts predict that the Knicks will win. Will be a less than 500 team. Prove them wrong and place your bets with DraftKings, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can be just can just bet five dollars. 
on any NBA team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Okay? So DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code KOT. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code KOT this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. All right. Must be 21 years old or older and from New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only to win. All right. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, you got to call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. So shout out to DraftKings for the sponsor. We're going to have links in the description and also in the chat for people who want to bet on these Knicks because you know, even though we lost today, they're underestimating us and we know we're going to get together and win some more games. All right. So shout out to DraftKings, an official sponsor of the Nick of Time show for tonight's game. All right, now let's get to these callers, and I know we got more to talk about callers. First caller up, make sure you when you when you call in, make sure you know what you're gonna say, state your name and where you're from, and let's get to it. All right. Hey, what's up? What's going on, sir? State your name, where you from? Hey, it's uh, Gil. It's uh, Gil from New York. You said Gil from New York. Gil from East New York. Gil from East New York. Shout out to Gil from East New York, man. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, what's up, uh, JL is, uh Raw, Ryan? Yeah, it was, it was a tough game, you know. Uh, you know, I guess, I guess this was like the smack in the mouth we needed, you know, because we we beat them Friday. We thought it was gonna be sweet, and you know they they beat us tonight. But you know it is what it is. You know Tuesday's gonna be a tough game because we're facing the Sixers. So hopefully, you know we regroup and get, be ready for that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we got a little too three happy, like like throughout the game. I feel like we should like try to get into the paint more, right? And we just, and then also on the perimeter, we still like work out the Kings defensively, you know. But uh, we might down the line. I think we're probably gonna need another like wing defender down the line. But but yeah, hopefully like we just like hopefully we'll be able to work it out at some point. Um, I feel you. I mean, they're. Oh, you, you was gonna say something? No, I said I agree with you. <laughs> oh, and uh, Derek, I mean Derek was just exceptional, like he's always been, you know, keeping us in the game. But yeah, like the threes was killing us. I mean, T. Ross, shout out to T. Ross, man. I, I, actually, I would love to get him on his roster. But <laughs> I was listening. Listen, I, when, when when last season trade season came, uh, trade deadline, I, I was looking at Evan Fournier and and Terrence Ross, but I was looking at both of them. <laughs> like, Hopefully, we get them like at a buyout. If we get them at a buyout, that would be great. But I, I thought that's gonna happen. But no, yeah. oh, I, would, I would love him on this roster. I feel, but you know, I guess I guess we just got to regroup. You know, be ready for Tuesday. Uh, it was gonna be a tough matchup with B, but. I think I think we could probably pull. I, I wonder if this went for the cushion, but you know it is what it is. So hopefully, hopefully we'll be ready for Tuesday. Absolutely, yeah, it is, it is what it is. Uh, all right, yo, yo, thank thank you for the call, Gil, man. How no you problem. F- thank you for all, definitely calling back, man. Love to have you, man. All right, man. All right, salute. All right, what do you, what do you think about what he said, man? He uh, he talked about um <laughs> pretty much everything he everything we said. Everything, everything he said. Any, anything I to add think, to that? Did John, yeah. did, uh, did Ryan and uh, JS, did John know? I don't think I saw one series tonight where the Knicks got three straight stops. Did, did you? I, I don't think they did no. that once. No. Mm, I, don't, I don't recall. See, because that's where we get back in games. We're supposed to be a defensive-oriented team. And so I don't know. I'm not saying I have the answer to what Tibbs should have done or whatever, but I know there was not an emphasis on getting stops, you know, at any point during the game. And again, that's where we were. I think we got away from what we were supposed to be trying to do this season. Yeah, and and it, and that's this. This is going to be the issue. This is going to be the issue moving forward. We, the balance of the team, because I, I know what Gil was saying was we should make a trade to bring a defensive wing here already, right? But if you're looking at our team, the answers might be on the bench. Yeah. 
it's like we talking about making a trade. The answers might be on the bench. So it, yeah. it's really just tips, you know, and it's early. I understand why Tibbs, you know, might not want to break the glass on people like McBride or Grimes at this early because, because you know, it's we ha- we brought these guys here to do a job. We brought Kemba here to do a job. We brought Fournier here to do a job. They got paid the big money, so their 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 investment is with them to get these minutes and figure it out first and foremost. But at certain times, when you seeing Cole Anthony just run up and shoot threes multiple times, and then you look. And, we, and me and Roy looked at each other on Twitter and said, LeBron got four and a half seconds. Situation. Yep. <laughs> LeBron got four and a half seconds. That four and a half seconds, should, maybe that should have been expanded. Um, when you saw Cole Anthony going off for 20, uh, you know. And the mo- if that keeps happening, because I do feel like Kemba might struggle when it comes to guards who can shoot the three and penetrate. And when Kimba struggles with those type of guards and he's not able to put the pressure on them offensively, we might have to figure out another way to go. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And I also wanted to um, say, I also want to refer to one thing Gil said too about the Knicks Mm three-pointers. So, the Knicks, I think the Knicks have 43 three-pointers tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on, hold on. Let me get that. 48. 48. Oh, this, yeah. Oh, this, oh, this have 48 threes. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, I don't think the issue is the amount of threes the Knicks took. Like, the Knicks should have tried to penetrate more and see if they can, you know, kick out for, like, open threes, you know, create more offense that way. Mm-hmm. But it's what it's what Sibs said because they showed the clip during the game as well. Sibs doesn't have an issue with the team taking a lot of threes. It's a type of threes. Right. That the teams take, that the team takes. And today, they took a lot of Threes that were not in rhythm. It was either forced threes or, you know, guys just caught the ball and they didn't, and they just decided to throw it up. It wasn't threes off a of ball movement or anything like that. So I do. I mean, I kind of disagree. Go ahead. I kind of disagree with that a little bit, but go ahead. No, I'm just basically saying that it's the type of threes the Knicks took, and I don't. And I don't think the Knicks took a lot of good threes today. A lot of yeah. the threes was off of isolation. I agree. And it wasn't a lot of ball movement, so a lot of guys weren't taking threes in rhythm. I I feel like they, I feel like there was a, I feel like when it got to it right, in that fourth quarter especially, I feel like we had a lot of open shots that we just flat out missed, or is it because I feel you know, like there no, was, I agree, but yeah. then by then everybody's out of rhythm, right? That, yeah, you know, they, yeah, they like, should have like, been doing that all game, but they weren't. You know, they they waited to the fourth quarters like. You know, it's one of those situations where, okay, even if they'd have pulled it out, I would have said the same thing. They got over because, you know what I'm saying, they, they, weren't, they weren't getting in a rhythm the whole game. Man. They just weren't doing it. And Orlando's not that good to take you out your rhythm. They took themselves out there. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. I do agree. We took ourselves out the rhythm. And definitely Julius Randle took us, took us out. Um, sometimes RJ goes back and forth with, goal, with, with forcing shots and passing the ball. Um, the backdoor defense, but RJ got beat backdoor twice today. Yeah. That was annoying. Um, and somebody else did as well. I forgot. Obi. Oh yeah, Obi got beat that. Obi. And Obi got posterized. I was, totally Ooh, that was disappointed when he got he got took like that. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of defensive lapses there. <laughs> but man, but ultimately, like we, we we needed to get we need to get it together. We need we need to find a way to implement some defense um, on this team when we can't score. <laughs> We need to keep the ball movement going, and we need to get the intensity going as well. Uh, as, as, you know, we we have the talent, but when you're lackadaisical on one end, it's kind of a trickle-down effect. And like Ryan said earlier, maybe when, when other people are not getting the ball, you, it might affect them on the, other, on the other side of the ball defensively. Oh, so, for real, it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why, uh, just to, like, harp back on the second game of the season, that's why I liked when Kemba came out firing. Yeah. Because Kemba's, Kemba's engaged early, and I think that's going to help Kemba especially early in games, to be more engaged on defense, which is why I was hoping that this game would probably be the same where Kemba, you know, lights up early in the game and gets engaged that way, especially seeing that he's not even getting fourth quarter minutes because it seems like those minutes are going to go to Rose to close out games. It depends. It It depends. It It, depends on Kemba's playing. (laughs) Yeah, but but I'm just saying so far Rose is getting those minutes, and I I would just like to see Kemba get engaged more early instead of, you know, being passive and... 
allowing other guys to score. Right. No, he's got he's to me as far as offensively, he's the most important person that you got to get going in the beginning of a game. To me, yeah, and, and that's this is this is teams have a lot of offensive power and a lot, and a lot of options go through this. They go through this like when you have a guy who can get his own shots and there's a guy already here who gets his own shots already. There's a tendency to, to defer, and so even though Kemba has the talent to kind of take over a game at points. He's coming here thinking, and you know, he's coming here seeing this is Julius Randle's team. He got the big money. He got the big contract. So he's going to defer to Randle. So this is going to be a coach. This is going to be a coaching thing. This is going to be a team thing. This is going to be a working process to figure out who gets what shots when. You know, like uh, yeah. you already see, you already see Fournier is kind of um, getting the second most shots on the team behind Randle in that starting lineup. Um, that maybe that may adjust it again. Maybe you'll see Kenema get more shots. Um, who knows? But that's something that the Knicks are going to have to work out for themselves. Um, but Fritz, man, let's get that. I know another caller is chomping at the bit. Um, listen, if you want to call into the show, you have some gripes. Um, if you want to talk about the Knicks, if you want to say, don't worry, we bugging, call in, say, don't worry, bugging. That number is right there. It's 319 uh, five two seven six two four one. That's three one nine five two seven six two four one. If you want to call in and talk Knicks basketball, all right. So next caller up, please state your name and where you from upon entry, all right. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, this is uh, Big Reaper. Um, yeah. Uh, First of all, you definitely got to give credit to the Orlando Magics and also to uh, Cole Anthony. He actually, uh, he knew he was coming home and he came home prepared. Yeah. And their defense was a lot better. So, honestly, I think they basically, they were very aggressive defensively and they made it very uncomfortable. Um, uh, Especially, they played Evan Fournier, like, very physical as well. Um, every time he tried to basically get into the paint, they played him pretty physical, and so they kind of took him out of his rhythm uh, pretty early. But you, I feel like we kind of have to give it up to them. Uh, but I think, you know, on our side, the biggest problem was, um, I mean, there were two major things in the defensive end that I noticed. Uh, the biggest thing, obviously, is like with um, Mitchell Robinson, when he's out of the lineup, sometimes it's like it's crazy night and day. Yeah, It's almost like you're so dependent on him. I don't know, like the the defensive like flow and uh, every the effort, everything was just way off once he got he went off the floor. Yeah. Um, and then also, like you guys said earlier, R.J. Barrett, I just don't know why he does that. I mean, like uh, last year, he started off – uh, he started off uh, pretty strong defensively. And then basically towards the end of the season, he just tailed way off. And he was getting beat bad doors and all that stuff. It was kind of the same thing. It was like this, uh, the R.J. Barrett from the end of the season last year yeah. that we saw today where it was just like he was like a day school, keep getting beat back door. And then basically he's like a day school. And then Ross basically catches fire. And then he couldn't do anything with them, you know, because it was like, because he just he wasn't present, he wasn't there, and so defensively, those are the two biggest things that I saw. But overall, the team I thought was like it wasn't that terrible defensively, um, you know. But you know, they should we definitely should have done better. Um, when, like I said, when uh, Mitchell was out of the lineup, we really struggled, and then Obi, <laughs> he also struggled defensively today. Yeah. I, I just don't understand. Like he just basically. <laughs> took like all the progress he made defensively is just like it seems like it all white like it it all went away today and um and then on the office event um you know with Julius I mean to give him credit uh they've been focusing more on uh he's been focusing more on attacking the paint and that's what he has to do to improve his efficiency and I've always felt that way uh but I mean the long to like the off the dribble I just feel like his off the dribble, like especially not just the threes, but the long twos off the dribble, is just like there's so much effort that goes into into those shots Rare. that he's taken. Yeah, he's that gassed. I, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, I don't know if it's you know. I feel like he needs to be a little more deliberate in where he's uh, where he's trying to score from, especially if you're going to pull up, if you're going to take a jump shot as big as he is and with the kind of footwork he's uh, he has. 
why are you taking all those dribbles and then pulling up? You know, it's like sometimes I think is you know some of it might be. I know that's his game and I know that's his rhythm, um, but I, I think it might be something he should look at. Uh, you know, because it's he's way too talented to um, to be taken like really inefficient. Like you know, I mean that's a lot of energy it takes, and like it's uh, you know in the end sometimes I think it's inefficient because it takes so much energy to get that shot off. Uh, but you know that was. You know, uh, the other thing, one more last thing was basically with um, Evan Fournier, they kind of, they've reversed the roles where, like, there's a lot more where they have them trying to attack the paint. What's kind of what they were having RJ do last year, Mm -hmm. where he's the one who's sort of, like, attacking the paint, where there's the optionality uh, of, like, you know, because he's supposed to be, he can finish supposedly at the rim and, like, um, and he's also a pretty good passer. And so, but he just struggled with that today. He just, you know, he just couldn't get a rhythm. Uh, they just played him really physical. But that's pretty much what I saw with the game. And it's, uh, but you know, it was, it's unfortunate they lost the game. Uh, they definitely shouldn't have lost it. I think it was just, you know, on the players. I think, you know, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> but, but yeah, it is, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it is what it is, man. And thanks for the call, Reaver. Salute to you. Always good points as, as usual, man. It is what it is, man. But like, like you, like I said, Rand, like we said, sometimes Randall he doesn't really have the. This is the good and bad of Randall, man. Sometimes he wants it so much that he doesn't really think the game, and he he does things that he's not supposed to do, kind of like what Reaper said. Um, but you see that he wants it. It's not the will, but it's just the the thought process and the shots that he takes. Sometimes isn't he all, always the smartest. So we're gonna have to find that balance, and we're gonna have to take. He's he's gonna have to change that part of his game. And hopefully grow from this and not just react but think the game sometimes and and figure out when to think when to react and like that's going to be a whole challenge for for julius randall but, and, but again this is why kimber walker is here all right um next caller next caller up because i know we got a few in the queue shout out to fritz who's man of the next caller up, let us know your name and where you from sir uh craig ward from uh new york but now in dc um where uh the raw neck of the woods, okay. and uh, uh, Jay Ellis, uh, you remember me from back uh, COVID when you first got on the disc and um, you had the show, and uh, I stuck on to try to to get um, acclimated with it, and you was nice enough to uh, hang in there with me even when the show was over just to try to get hooked up with yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that back in the days. Yeah, now you can call in, Craig. You ain't gotta even do all that yeah. now. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Now it's so much smoother, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay, well, um, good to talk to you guys. Listen, uh, my thoughts on the on the the game is one: we kind of like bug, you know. Um, we when we we're up and we was like blow blowing teams out and we're playing really good ball. Um, we are just jumping out of our seats and, you know, um, celebrating and licking shots in the air and <laughs> running out in the middle of the street on with 7th Avenue. Yeah, boom, boom. Screaming New York, yeah, Boston, all that. Yeah, I'm real. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then when we when we, when we we get knocked back down to reality that, you know, we're all human, nobody's actually made the superstar status as of yet. Um, now we start going ahead, finger pointing and and uh, shooting everybody. This one didn't do this. This one didn't do that. And um, it's rightfully so because what bothers me is the fact that on offense, when my boys stand around with the crazy glue, the monster glue on their feet, just standing in yeah. there watching uh, uh, Randolph just dribble, and he might get stuck – we got to really make lanes and 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 areas where where the ball can be seen and we're not being blocked by an opponent. We can actually have a clear shot where somebody can pass us the ball when we're open. I agree. The with more you. we move the ball and the more we move ourselves, the better looks we'll have. Rather than to stand around and wait for somebody to um, double team somebody and then that leaves us open for a shot. Yeah. And even when that happens, when the uh, when uh, somebody does double-team him, uh, I, don't, I don't care which player it is, whatever it be, mostly let's just say Randolph. Then they double-team Randolph. Randolph will have a tendency like, I can dribble out of this. No, bro, you can't dribble yeah, out of it. You ain't got ball. that dribbling skills as of yet. Bruh. He's getting there because each year we've had him, he seems to progress in his dribbling skills a little bit more, a little bit more. 
But there are times in the game where he'll regress and we we'll go, oh, here he go again. Mm-hmm. He's keeping him with the old Randolph. Mm-hmm. So, um, but there are moments when, like, you know, that, that shot during the, uh, the last shot in uh, preseason, when he hit the game winner, he thinks that now I'm Superman. I can do whatever I can. And I think his head got a little bit blown. Let him just settle down. Do exactly what you guys are saying. Let the rest of the team get there. You're going to eat. You're going to eat it because you're the number one um, option. But let everybody else get their chance. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we put this, all of this money for, um, for Fournier, and he kind of sat and, you know, wasn't being used properly like the reason why we're paying him. You know? Uh, and then what's, good, what's also um, a, a point of interest is that when he does get the ball, he's doing that dribbling thing too. He's got to also – Look for guys that are open. Stop acting like you can be Superman and take the shots. You know, I got this. I'm going to hit this shot because everybody's off. I'm going to be the one that saves the team. I'm going to save the game and stuff because I'm the the number one option. No, it's a team effort. And um, (laughs) Chris has to recognize the point that if you got Anthony Coles busting on us threes after threes, Somebody gonna have to go over there and, and hit him in the chops. You know what I'm saying? Let him know he's there. He's being guarded. Yeah, Not feeling free will that he could just chuck up anything and it drops without us standing around and mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, he's gonna miss this one." Yeah, I'm looking at McBride. You know? I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at McBride. Like, hit this glass right now. Sick, sick right, McBride right. On right now. Let's just get this. Just, I'm looking at that glass. I'm looking at that glass. It's, yeah, he's gonna have to Absolutely. be used at some point. Me for real. Absolutely. And then, and then when we have our sharp shooters out there and they're not hitting. You know, um, we we got um, Grimes for being that. And I mean, believe it or not, each time I see him on the court, that man is number fire. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we're not utilizing the guys that have the skills that are on the bench because they're rookies and kids don't like rookies. I hear Raw saying that. Yeah, you know, they rookies. They ain't, he's not putting them in. Get over it, guys. Well, it's time for Tibbs to start getting over it. If we uh, yeah. if we have weapons on the on the bench and we waiting for them to mature the way they're going to mature is the way they be put in the games i feel you, you know what i'm saying all right yeah i agree so, i agree with you man and, and thanks for calling in craig appreciate you calling no in. Doubt, no and doubt. now you now you can yeah. call in instead of getting on a discord link so salute right you. right so much easier you know because it, it was a time when you said, are you there hello are you there and now we gotta go yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's, live, it's live and direct live and direct y'all. man yeah salute. <laughs> yeah salute to you guys man salute to the chat people who's rocking the show the, the donations all that stuff is helping us grow this shit the show in the channel so thank you all guys for the support and you know we continue to grow this channel um for you for us and for you guys all right all right cool but yeah man i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to throw tips completely under the bus though because it's still like it, we're, we're knicks fans we're very tunnel vision we want every win um but sometimes when we have to step back and realize this is only the third game of the season so this this time to you know for him to make adjustments to figure out the flow of the game and when to some people in and some people out and we just got to let that kind of natural more uh, maturation happen so I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to get on tables so quickly, but, you know, we see, you know, we see, we're looking at other, we're looking at other pieces and go, maybe we could go here, maybe we could go there. Maybe that'll happen in the future. All right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm not saying we need any, to make any drastic line of changes right now. I'm just saying that Julius Randle as the number one option has got to take responsibility to make sure the ball moves offensively. Agreed. And we have to take responsibility as a team to say, we're predicated on our defense. We need to focus on establishing ourselves every game on the defensive end. Absolutely. I agree with you, man. And I think we got one more caller up in the queue. Let him know. Let, let him in, Fritz. Tell, call her, let us know what's your name and where you're from. Yeah, what's going on, fellas? Yeah. What's going on, Dallas? What's going on, Ryan? What's going on, Ross? JT from Brooklyn. Right. JT, what's up? What's going on, all right, all right. What's going on JT? Uh, not much, not much, not much. Just I don't want to be that guy. Don't call him when we look when we lose. So, <laughs> I respect um, it. I respect <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, nah, but I mean, it's one of those games where it, we weren't we weren't all there. We seemed tired. We didn't seem like we were really playing our best basketball. Everything everybody's saying is pretty much the truth. Like Randall needs to learn. Like as much as I, I praised him the last time I called, and you know, just giving you know, holding him accountable. It's like he just that's that's the big thing he has to get better at his game is when you don't got it, 
Move the ball around. Dish it out. Stop playing hero ball. You're not – this ain't NBA 2K. That's all I keep saying. You're not in my play with overall 99. You still got to earn some more VC, bro. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty much, you know, so when it comes to the Randall thing, I don't know if y'all notice it. I kind of – I look at it like I feel like, you know, every every team has to always say that they whenever a star player joins a new locker room that they got to have to talk like, right. okay, whose team, who's team is this? Exactly. Like Kimba mm-hmm. – Kimba seems really reserved when he's playing, like if he's trying not to do too much. And I'm like, everyone keeps saying, oh, he's still suspicious, he's still hurt, is he still hurt? And I'm wondering, is he still injured or is he just really like, this is Randall's team, this is Randall's team, this is Randall's team? Because that's just what, that's just kind of like an observation that I have that I'm wondering. Now, that's exactly what I was alluding to when I was talking about when you when teams um, come together. And I was thinking about, mm-hmm. I was thinking about um, the Miami Heat. And, and I'm not saying, you yeah, know, we're Miami right. Heat championship level. I, I didn't want but, to say the same, but I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's not what I'm saying. So that's not, so don't, you know, don't kill me. But I'm thinking of that exact situation where yeah, people. Yeah, that's th- what LeBron did. That's what LeBron did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, and it's the same thing. And, and Shaq said the same thing when he went to the Heat. And he wait, he told he went to wait. And like, this is your team. Like, I know I'm Shaq, three-time champion from the Lakers, but this is your team. So. Exactly, exactly. So we got to figure out whose team it is. Um, this is still Randall's team. But at, at the same time, Kemba is here in his first month as a Nick. And there might be times, maybe he's feeling, I should take over the game now. This is what I do. But, you know. Yeah, and, he, I, and I think he doesn't want to step on his toes and whatnot. But, I mean, at the end of the day for Randall, even though he's the number one option, your paycheck says you're the number one option and your game shows it too. But. As is a conversation that hopefully he learns from this game and learns from, of course, the playoffs. And he said it himself. He's, when he gets in his head, it's like any ball play. When you get in your head, you're going to make dumb mistakes. You're going to make stupid decisions. Right. So hopefully he learns like just, just to take you know take five. And, you know, like I said, of, of course, all, us Knicks fans, we're insane. And like Ross said, it's unfortunate. Tips ain't going to change. But hopefully it's something that he learns from, too, because we didn't think we'd see um, OB and Randall together. And there's no, mind you, we're only in game three, but we've seen it. So hopefully for Tibbs also, too, where he can put the, like, when we were, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the six or seven-minute mark when we were just shooting nothing but bricks, that would have been a perfect time to bench everybody. Even if it would have been for two minutes, just bench everybody, give them that, that quick reset, give them that talk right. to go on the bench, bring in the guys. You got you got, you got defenders. You know, you could have bring in um, – you could have bring in Grimes or McBride if you want to put them, bring them both off the bench. Bring in quick. That way you can kind of get a stop. And then it's like okay, regroup, and that way we we can we can stop the bleeding and bring the guys back in. And then and, and we could probably we probably could have came turn around and, and win this game. I'm not jumping out the window because right. you, you already know how it is. Everybody saying trade everybody. Come on, sit down. <laughs> nah, that's not what we're saying. It's one game. It's one game. We two one. You know, we trade this guy, trade that guy. Give us Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you want? You want? No, no, no. Yeah, we're not there. Like, whose man's is this? Yeah, whose man's is this? Exactly. So it's not even like it's not even really that serious because at the end of the day, man, I don't know what team in NBA ever won eighty-two and O. So. These games, these games happen. We have to just learn from it. I'd rather get punched in the face like this game three than yeah. game three. And whether it's the uh, first round, second round, third round, these are stuff that we want to learn from. So that's yeah. all I got, fellas. Of course, everybody hit that like, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. We're all glad to see you back. I'm gonna try my best to call the next show when we play Philly. Everybody, everyone's already like, oh, we're gonna lose. Man, come on, man! Cut that nonsense out. We, we the Knicks. We 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 might, we definitely going. We gonna fight. We gonna fight. And I should. I think we could beat any team. So for I, me, it's a dub. We always I, <laughs> listen. I listen when. <laughs> I salute you, man. Thank you, JT. It's a good call to end to end to end. Well, if somebody else calls, that's fine. But good call, man. Bring us back. You know, bring us back to life. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's the third game of the season. We are still building. And um, listen, we got the 76ers up next. And I still vehemently believe we can beat any team. Like we just hit 24 threes two days ago. Half the shots that we missed were open shots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Randall, we've seen Randall have games where, you know, he can be tunnel vision. We've seen Randall where he has games where he passed the ball. If you're looking at the stats, um, and I was looking at the stats with Randall the other day, he's top 10 in scoring and top 10 in assist. All right? So it's not like it's not like he can't turn that switch back on and look for his teammates more. That can definitely happen against the 76ers. So I would not count us up out against any team 
right now. Um, we, we have the pieces. We have the horses. It's just about playing time, mindset, coaching, and, and all those things coming together. All right? And so that's all I really got to say about that, man. And yeah, I, just <laughs> Yeah, just to, just to add one thing. That's well, just your one story thing right to quick. stick it to it, Jay. <laughs> now nah, it's my story. I'm sticking to it. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, I just want I just want to add one thing right quick. I hope this game against the Sixers. I hope because I don't know if it's Kemba, like you know, like JT was. I don't know if it's Kemba being like you know, Randall, it's your team, so I'm gonna take a step back or whatever the case may be. But it's with Kemba. It's like. You're here for a reason. You're not really here for your defense. You're here for your offense. And I would like to see the first quarter against the Sixers, Kemba be aggressive and, and step on the gas early and, and, and see if he can propel the Knicks offensively and, you know, and just and just play his part because he's really not here for defense. He's here for his offense. Got you, got you. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. And they started out. They started out that way too, man. Like one game, what game they started off with? They had, there was running plays for Kemba to shoot the three off the pick. I think the call. I think the play is called Horn. Yeah. Thank you, call. Thank you, uh, Nick's Twitter. Y'all be breaking down the plays for me. I be learning stuff. I think it's the Boy. play is called Horn. <laughs> when you have a uh, when you have um two Knicks set a screen on either side at the top of the three point line, and then you yeah. you pull up for three. They was running that from early in the first game. Um, they should bring that back. I don't think I even seen it run once in this in this game. But yeah. we definitely need some more plays run with Kemba involved early in action and have Julius Randle off ball for sure. All right. Oh, ooh, hold on, hold on. We got our guy, Mister Energy, Energy, Energy. Tell him, tell him, tell him is on the line. Yo, pass, yo, pass, test, 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 oh, test, 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 test. Hey, what's going on, family? <laughs> Let's turn this up. I said, this down because we just took an L. But I want y'all to focus mm. because look at the schedule. Look who we got next. And mm. now I need y'all to get into warrior mode. Let's go. You see, because I don't like Philly when it comes to sports. Me. We got beef with our New York team. Facts. And I want y'all to understand something. These past few years when they've had Simmons and they've had Embiid, they've had our number. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. But now mm. somebody is too mentally fragile to even show up. <laughs> I got smoke for Philly. I got smoke for Philly. Let's go. There's only one guy there now, Mr. MB. There's only one guy. Something tells me now that our Mitchell Robinson's ankle is A-OK, something tells me we've got an answer for the process down low on the block. That's I'm right. just letting them know. I'm pulling up to run the smoke with no Simmons on the six. And we're going to be 3-1. And people, keep y'all head up. Because, actually, this was our first 2-0 start since the 2012-2013 season. So, we looking good. Yeah, I, I will say this, though. I will say this, and I believe Uncle Raw pointed this out. And this I do not like about Coach Stiz. I want to see McBride and Grimes get some mm-hmm. burn. Because I feel like developing them is going to help in the long run. But besides that, I smell blood. I in do. Philly, straight me up. Me too. Me too. And this is why Tellum is here, all right? Tellum yes. always tells the truth yes. with enthusiasm. Brings us back to life. This is not over, man. It's one loss. We got 76ers coming up, and we smelling blood, all right? And B. And B. Listen, and B's been a little bit hobbled. I'm not going to lie. He's been a little bit hobbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and Mitch Mitch is okay, and he got more weight on him, so you don't know. You don't yeah. know. Things can change. Two seventy, baby. Two seventy. Two seventy. The muscle. You saw my. Yeah. You saw my boy Mitch flex. He flexed like six, seven times today. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's bringing that energy too. He's not backing down. Anything yeah. can happen with this team that can shoot threes. With Ben Simmons on his way out or in or out or getting kicked out, of, getting kicked out of practice. You just don't know, sir. Kicked out of practice. Come on. So unprofessional. Mm, could never. Mm. Nick could never. I mean, listen, man, we got we got protests going on in Brooklyn because mm-hmm. we got we got people not showing up for practice. Talking about practice. We alright. We alright. We lost the game. This is normal team problems. New team problems. Give Cole Anthony his credit. It's alright. He all right. cooked. He cooked. He did what he had to do. He cooked. First first good sure. game he had of the season. You know, he's still developing as a player. Um, give him his credit. But we'll be back. I'm not worried. Alright? Alright. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, man. The energy. Y'all keep cooking, man. Keep cooking. Absolutely. I'm going to see y'all when we cook Philly. That's right. That's right. Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Bring that energy. Let's Bring go. that energy. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Fight the grills up. Free, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tell him, Alejandro. Yo, Tell I love Teller, man. I love Teller, man. That's my guy. That's my guy. Yo, he's super active, too, man. Ah oh, man, all right. That is our show, man. I have nothing really else to address unless y'all want to address something, man. 
<laughs> Anything else? That's you... a good one to end it on right there. I think that's a good way to end it, man. Tell them closing the show for us with the energy, the hope that we be coming up Tuesday. Tuesday, Knicks versus 76ers will be here live after the game talking Knicks 76ers. And um, hopefully it'll be a win. I'm coming for the blood. And Nick, I'm sure the Knicks will be angry too and coming for blood as well. All right. So let's, let's close out the show real quick. And, um, you know, Raw, tell them where they find you, sir. Raw, excuse me, my throat is messed up. Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube, Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter, Raw Hebrew Remnant on uh, Patreon, Mm -hmm. Raw Hebrew Remnant also on, uh, dang, what's the other one? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot the other one, but those three are cool, man, that's it. (laughs) He's like, find those three, you're my eye, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we can good, we can good. And and we got them all, we got the the links in the chat, so shout out to Fritz with the links in the chat, all right? All right, my, my guy, uh, no, you can find us too at the, the, the KOT Show on Twitter, the Naked Time Show on Instagram and Facebook. And you can also find, you can get these these snapbacks, your lovely KOT snapbacks at the nickoftimeshow.com, all right? So definitely f- follow us on all those places as well, especially especially Instagram, man. We're trying to get these 10K, 10K on Instagram so we can get a little swipe up action. Right now, we almost have... Uh, we're almost there. We're like, like 200 away or so like that. So definitely follow us on Instagram and all social media as well. So you can keep in contact and stay tapped in with the KOT show. And also, we got, we got more stuff coming content-wise. So stay stay tuned for some other surprises that we have releasing soon. All right? Keep your eyes to the street. And if you want to keep your eyes to the street, definitely keep your eyes on KOT. All right? Ryan! Let us know. Do you have wait, do you have any bro picks or anything? Uh, no, you good. You good on that today. Uh, I'm good on that. Knicks loss. I'm I'm good on that tonight. But when we beat, but, but, but when we beat Philly Tuesday night, it's gonna come back. All right, all right. We coming back with the bros when you come back. The whose yeah. man's is this and all that? We gonna bring all that exactly. back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right, man. Let them know where can they can find me, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know your man Fritz. He got the links to the side, so you know, click on those links. Follow. I follow, follow, follow. And also, one more time, thank you. Shout out to DraftKings. Make sure you support. If you're gonna bet new customers, you thought about buying, go over here to DraftKings and do your thing. When you do that, hit that, you know, put it, put that KOT in. Put that KOT in. Let them know that we sent you. All right. That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. York, New York, big city of your dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, York, New York, big city of your dreams. NYC.